a Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Hey, all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers. Get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. Welcome to an exciting addition to the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast Network, where we take on all corners in the world of professional wrestling. We will be talking with legends from the past, the best talent of today, and rising stars of the future. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. Hey everybody, welcome to This Is Wrestling. I am your host as always, Roy Turner. Very special guest today with the upcoming Winter Is Coming to the Dallas-Fort Worth area on December the 15th at the Curtis Caldwell Center. Please welcome AEW superstar, Anna J. Anna, how are you? Great. Yes. Thank you for having me. So you're you're from Georgia, right? I am. Yes. That's a hotbed of wrestling. Did you grow up watching wrestling? Yeah. So I grew up watching wrestling. Um, and obviously there's a lot of wrestling fans in Georgia. But when I was getting into it, there was no schools around me at all. I had to go to Atlanta to go to a wrestling school. Growing up, huge fan. My dad was a huge fan. So that's kind of how I started watching it. He would watch Georgia Championship Wrestling. Are you currently still in Georgia? I am in Georgia. I moved to Atlanta, you know, to actually train full-time. Who are you trained by? I am trained by QT Marshall and also Glacier as well. Glacier is actually how I got introduced to QT and the whole school in Atlanta. So trained by both. This has been a big year for you. Mm -hmm. A lot's been going on. You have your own action figure. Oh yeah, it's so weird. So, but so cool. I can't, I didn't never thought I would have one. So yes, it's super cool to see. I love seeing this. When did you see this in the lot in the wild for the first time? Honestly, probably only like a, two months ago. So I looked for it ever since it came out, never found it. I would find some of the Dark Order guys, but I never saw mine. And then I went into a Target in Atlanta and I saw every single one of the Dark Order. So I bought all of them. So that was a really cool thing to see. It was every one of them in the collection. What a, what a great moment for you. And I'm glad to see it. What are your memories of, of Texas wrestling? I remember when we went to Texas around last year, how loud it was oh, and how much of a town it was to go for for wrestling. We know that Texas is a huge wrestling fan community. So it's cool to come there. What can they expect with this coming event? I think Winter's Coming has been one of our really cool shows to go to. So I think this is going to be a big one. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite moments of the year was at Fighter Fest with you and Ruby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was explosive. Yeah, no, not coming, I don't think. No, not at all. Walk me through that. Those things are kind of a whirlwind. So, you know, it kind of happened really fast. I don't remember much of it, but I do remember the crowd reacted, which is what you want. And yeah, that was a really cool moment for all of us, I think. And I think it was cool just because people really didn't know what I was going to do. Obviously, Ty and I had been a tag team for a long time before, but then out of nowhere, it was kind of me and Ruby were tagging more and I wasn't really seen with Tynara. So no one really knew what was going to happen. I was nervous, but that was super cool. And I think they reacted well and how we wanted. So that's good. That's got to be one of the loudest pops that I've heard, not only this year, 
but at any of the AEW ones. And that's saying a lot. A lot of stuff has happened this past year. I'm such a big fan of yours. Loved seeing you having that moment. We have to, of course, mention Aya uh, coming to AEW. Did you know her before she came to AEW? I never had met her, but that was a super cool moment for me and every woman in the locker room. After the Brick Baker match, did you speak to Soraya at all? Yeah, as soon as I saw her, I think she did amazing. And I told her that as well, especially for not being in the ring for what, five years? Vibes are always good at pay-per-views. And we had three women's matches, which is a super cool thing too. So I think everyone was happy with that. If you were writing the book here, who is a dream opponent or a program you would like to work with? Hmm, it's a good question. I would say I would love to work Jamie Hayter again. And I also loved working Tony Storm. I finally got to do that. That was a huge goal of mine. I spoke to Tony over the summer. She speaks very highly of you. You feel that mutual respect. That's something that's unique to the AEW audience. There's a, there's a certain respect that they feel and there's a certain respect that they tend to also return, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. I will say every match that I have, I feel better and better about what I'm doing and better and better about being where I am. Getting signed in general was a huge want for me. This is what I've dreamed of. and This is what I've always wanted to do. I find you to be totally believable. And when you come out, I'm always entertained. I'm excited to see you. You can't really teach that. You just have to got the goods to deliver. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm glad you feel that way. And that's definitely, you know, what I've worked off of. That's kind of my whole character in the beginning, you know, star of the show. That was kind of what I wanted it to be and what I wanted it to feel like to entertain people and put on a show. And that's my goal every time. Obviously, the wrestling is a huge part. Um, but my goal at the end of the day, I think, is to just entertain and put on a show. So that is kind of my thing. So thank you. That chokehold you're doing is just badass thank you yeah that's a definitely a cool finish um you know it might have seemed simple in the beginning but kind of where i came from and how it's progressed now it's i'm so happy with it and i love it and i think it's cool for my character while we take a short commercial break you should too from trying to get yourself over and since you're listening to this you probably have disposable income so let our great sponsors tell you how to put it to good use Hey guys, while we take a break, I wanted to tell you something about my favorite venue in Texas uh, and maybe the world over. Uh, if you have never been to the Texan Theater in Greenville, which is uh, it's you know a little ways north uh, on your way to Oklahoma. Uh, it's a I guess it's about an hour and a half maybe north of, of Dallas. Uh, it is the greatest venue in the world. The proprietor, owner, and just all-around badass, Barbara Haran, puts on one of the most unique experiences you will ever have in your life. Uh, she approaches things from a very different business model that I think the whole world should embrace, and we would all would be uh, better for it. It's just this amazing... Uh, experience where you get to see uh, one of your favorite artists up close in a gorgeous venue and dinner is included uh, unlimited drinks are included um, you know she treats her staff so well they're not getting the whatever the two dollar an hour and relying on tips things she makes she takes good care of them N literally none of them have had to suffer uh, throughout the pandemic thankfully uh, Barb's just a great gal a great person uh, very creative and just uh, just one of my favorite people. And so if you're ever in Greenville or even near, anywhere near Dallas, make a point 
to visit the Texan Theater in in, uh, in Greenville. And as you know, we're working on our uh, uh, King's X film project. You know, as you know, I'm a filmmaker myself, and so we'll be should be talking about that maybe in the context of Tribeca soon. Uh, but we will be having the film along with a live performance uh, with King's X there at the Texas Theater uh, as soon as we can get this sucker done. So, so once again, Texan Theater in Greenville, check it out. On. What's up? It's everyone's favorite wrestler, the glamour, Mariah May, and you're listening to This Is Wrestling with Roy Turner. Now, back to the action. I like to watch it every time to make it better each and every time that I go out there. Talk to me about reuniting with, with Ty Conti. It just kind of made sense for right now. She joined Jericho's group and that was an opportunity that I really didn't want to turn down because he's such a legend and so talented and someone that I wanted to learn from. So that was kind of a no brainer. I feel like people want to see you two together. You feel that way too? I definitely think so. I think that's kind of the whole point of us being back together is because people wanted to see us tag more and be together more. Obviously people are not liking us now. It's a little different um, because before I think they did, <laughs> but yeah. they still want to see us as a tag team, regardless of the situation. Do you see yourself primarily right now as a tag team wrestler or, or a, a solo wrestler? I mean, I would say right now, based on what I've been doing, probably a solo wrestler, just because, like I said, we have not been tagging that much. Um, I would say I'm a solo wrestler with with a group, you know? It's kind of like how I was with Dark Order. I had a group with me, but I was a solo wrestler. So, yeah, I think right now I'm by myself, it seems, um, which is okay with me. I think that's great, and I love tag team wrestling as well. I'd obviously love to do both, but, yes, right now it seems that I am more on a solo adventure. PWI came out with their women's wrestling issues. Your ranking came in at number 103. The fact that you're not in the top 10 is bullshit. <laughs> and, or at least in the top 100, there's no reason to take any real stock. It's just entertainment. But seeing your name on that list at all, that's got to be kind of a thrill, right? Yeah, I've never been on it before. It was definitely cool to see my name on the list. And I try not to really look into those things too much. I know a lot of people really obsess over it. But for me, if I do then, you know, I'll be upset. So I just don't. But I mean, to be ranked at all was super cool for me. And I feel very lucky. It's onward and upward. What are some goals for you in 2023? I want to keep having matches, keep getting better, keep wrestling the girls who are great at what they do. And it makes me a better wrestler too. To be a champion is everyone's goal. And that'll always be my goal until that happens. With your athletic background and how well you move in the ring, have you ever thought about some high flying stuff? I actually would love to. I am a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely have to practice it and conquer my fear. I actually did something off the second rope this past Wednesday against Willow, which is like out of my comfort zone. So I'm going there. It's going to take baby steps. You've had a couple of injuries. Your athletic background helped you prepare for those things or at least help you bounce back from them quicker. I've had the two injuries and they've both been on the same shoulder. I danced all growing up. That helped me. I use my legs a lot more and I don't have to use my shoulder as much. I have shitty shoulders. <laughs> I've actually had an injury prior to wrestling that was serious. What is your favorite AEW event of the year? Double or nothing. Such a cool experience. I've never wrestled on a pay-per-view and being in Vegas was also cool. It felt yeah. like a really big deal. All pay-per-views are really cool. Feel people responding more to you as more of the entertainer type or that heel persona? Which one do you feel best with? 
I feel best with the entertainer one. That for me has been really fun. I get into my character more. You're a believable heel though, but I do like seeing you as the entertainer. I can see that you are enjoying yourself the most there. I think 2023 is going to be your year. Any big plans for the holidays that you have? Oh, um, not really as of right now. Traveling every week and wrestling as at the moment. So nothing yet, but happy holidays to you as well. And thank you. Make sure you get down there once again, December the 15th. Winter is coming. Don't miss it. Again, Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you kick ass uh, in, uh, next week uh, here in Dallas, Texas. For having me. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you later. Happy holidays. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Winter is coming. It's December the 15th uh, in Garland, Texas at the Curtis Colwell Center. Just a few tickets remain. Don't miss out. We have a wonderful community on Discord. It's under DJ Tricky Kid. If you want to message me directly, I'm under Tricky Kid number 7634. And let's be friends there. I want to say happy holidays. What a great way to end our year talking with with Anna Jay, one of my favorite wrestlers in any promotion. You're going to see so many, many great, great things from her. For the 17th is the return of TSW Wrestling here in Addison, Texas. We're going to be giving away tickets to that. So make sure you're tuning. I wanted to give a shout out. The voice of Texas wrestling for 30 years is our good friend, Rob Moore. Ring the bell. That does it for us this week. We hope you had a slamming good time and be sure to join us next week for more in-ring action. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, theme music by The Buck Pets, original score by Jocelyn Hunt, artwork by Antora Sandy, marketing and PR by Francesca Miles. Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week.